November 9th, Feast of the Dedication of St. John Lateran. The anniversary of the dedication of the Lateran Basilica, which was erected by the Emperor Constantine, has been observed on this day since the 12th century. This feast was at first observed only in Rome, but later in honor of the Basilica, which is called the Mother Church of Christendom. The celebration was extended to the whole Latin Church. This action was taken as a sign of devotion to and of unity with the Chair of Peter, which, as St. Ignatius of Antioch wrote, presides over the whole assembly of charity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I saw the new city, Jerusalem, descending from God, the source of all love, comely, clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. I saw the city of God, the new holy Jerusalem, descending from God, who dwells on high. I saw the new city, Jerusalem, descending from God, the source of all love, comely, clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. She was adorned as would be a bride who was waiting for her spouse. Then I heard a voice from the throne which proclaimed, I saw the new city, Jerusalem, descending from God, the source of all love, comely, clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. Behold the dwelling of God among this people, for among them he shall make his abode. I saw the new city, Jerusalem, descending from God, the source of all love, comely, clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. They shall be his people, and he shall be their Lord and God. He shall have mercy and wipe the tears from their eyes. I saw the new city Jerusalem descending from God, the source of all love, comely clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. No more sorrow or tears, no more death or pain shall there be, for the old order has passed away. I saw the new city, Jerusalem, descending from God, the source of all love. Comely, clothed like a bride who waits, adorned as for her spouse. Open wide the doors and gates, lift high the ancient portals. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? a man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Open wide the doors and gates, lift high the ancient portals. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of power and might! How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord, God of hosts! My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. 
The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of power and might! Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. On the holy mountain is his city, cherished by the Lord. The Lord prefers the gates of Zion to all Jacob's dwellings. Of you are told glorious things, O city of God. Babylon and Egypt I will count among those who know me. Philistia, Tyre, Ethiopia, these will be her children, and Zion shall be called Mother, for all shall be her children. It is he, the Lord Most High, who gives each his place. In his register of peoples he writes, These are her children, and while they dance they will sing, In you all find a home. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Glorious things are said of you, O city of God. I will worship at your holy temple, and I will extol your name, O Lord. A reading from the first letter of Peter. Strip away everything vicious, everything deceitful, pretenses, jealousies, and disparaging remarks of any kind. Be as eager for milk as newborn babies, pure milk of the Spirit to make you grow unto salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. Come to him, a living stone rejected by men but approved nonetheless, and precious in God's eyes. You too are living stones built as an edifice in spirit into a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For scripture has it, See, I am laying a cornerstone in Zion, an approved stone and precious. He who puts his faith in it shall not be shaken. The stone is of value for you who have faith. For those without faith, it is rather a stone which the builders rejected that has become a cornerstone. It is likewise an obstacle and a stumbling stone. Those who stumble and fall are the disbelievers in God's word. It belongs to their destiny to do so. You, however, are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people he claims for his own to proclaim the glorious works of the one who called you from darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were no people, but now you are God's people. Once there was no mercy for you, but now you have found mercy. Beloved, you are strangers and in exile. Hence I urge you not to indulge your carnal desires. By their nature they wage war on the soul. 
Though the pagans may slander you as troublemakers, conduct yourselves blamelessly among them. By observing your good works, they may give glory to God on the day of visitation. Because of the Lord, be obedient to every human institution, whether to the emperor as sovereign or to the governors he commissions for the punishment of criminals and the recognition of the upright. Such obedience is the will of God. You must silence the ignorant talk of foolish men by your good behavior. Live as free men, but do not use your freedom as a cloak for vice. In a word, live as servants of God. You must esteem the person of every man. Foster love for the brothers, reverence for God, respect for the emperor. The walls of Jerusalem will be precious stones. The towers of Jerusalem will be built with jewels. The gates of Jerusalem will be built of sapphire and emerald, and the wall around the city will be made of precious stones. The towers of Jerusalem will be built with jewels. A reading from a sermon by St. Caesarius of Arles. My fellow Christians, today is the birthday of this church, an occasion for celebration and rejoicing. We, however, ought to be the true and living temple of God. Nevertheless, Christians rightly commemorate this feast of the church, their mother, for they know that through her they were reborn in the Spirit. At our first birth, we were vessels of God's wrath. Reborn, we became vessels of His mercy. Our first birth brought death to us, but our second restored us to life. Indeed, before our baptism, we were sanctuaries of the devil. But after our baptism, we merited the privilege of being temples of Christ. And if we think more carefully about the meaning of our salvation, we shall realize that we are indeed living and true temples of God. God does not dwell only in structures fashioned by human hands, in homes of wood and stone, but rather he dwells principally in the soul made according to his own image and fashioned by his own hand. Therefore, the Apostle Paul says, The temple of God is holy, and you are that temple. When Christ came, he banished the devil from our hearts in order to build in them a temple for himself. Let us therefore do what we can with his help, so that our evil deeds will not deface that temple. For whoever does evil does injury to Christ. As I said earlier, before Christ redeemed us, we were the house of the devil, but afterward we merited the privilege of being the house of God. God himself in his loving mercy saw fit to make of us his own home. My fellow Christians, do we wish to celebrate joyfully the birth of this temple? Then let us not destroy the living temples of God in ourselves by works of evil. I shall speak clearly so that all can understand. Whenever we come to church, we must prepare our hearts to be as beautiful as we expect the church to be. Do you wish to find this basilica immaculately clean? then do not soil your soul with the filth of sins. Do you wish this basilica to be full of light? God too wishes that your soul not be in darkness, but that the light of good works shine in us, so that he who dwells in the heavens will be glorified. Just as you enter this church building, so God wishes to enter into your soul, for he promised, I shall live in them, and I shall walk the corridors of their hearts. I saw water flowing eastward from beneath the threshold of the temple. Alleluia. Wherever the river flowed, everything became alive. Those who were saved by it cried out, Alleluia, Alleluia. When the temple was dedicated, the people sang songs of praise and beautiful hymns. 
Those who were saved by it cried out, Alleluia, Alleluia. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all the angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord. God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. God our Father, from living stones your chosen people, you built an eternal temple to your glory. Increase the spiritual gifts you have given to your church, that your faithful people may continue to grow into the new and eternal Jerusalem. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.